Welcome back to Days and Disturbed. This is part two of an ongoing episode called Interview with the Witch. If you haven't checked that episode out yet, go ahead and give it a listen just so you're all caught up. You still here? Well, I guess that means you're ready to go. Enjoy. Um, on the witches, and let's go to yeah. history now. Yeah. Now that we're coming up, oh, by the way, everybody, I'm hoping to release this episode on like Halloween-ish. Mm-hmm. This will be my Halloween spectacular. Um, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that Halloween is actually mocking witchcraft culture? And does it bother you if it does, if it is mocking you? So, uh, quick history segment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, there were pagans in most European countries, and we're talking Celtics, we're talking Vikings, whatever, and their cultures were in many ways snuffed out by Abrahamic religions. Uh, the way it worked is that they adopted a lot of our practices. Um, so, for example, Yule became Christmas. Uh, whatever so halloween um comes from the word <laughs> holy hollow is uh-huh. holy so like hollowed ground holy ground uh-huh. uh november 1st uh is all saints day if you're practicing that faith so halloween literally means the day before all saints day and on uh-huh. halloween if you were of a european christian catholic descent whatever um, it meant more so that you acknowledge that uh, spirits and saints were coming the next day and summer was ending. Um, we've seen practices of costumes coming, so that way demons didn't take your soul. We've seen jack-o'-lanterns to distract monsters, or they would eat the pumpkins and the turnips carved instead of humans. Hmm. Halloween is Celtic. It's very old. It's pronounced Sawain. So Sawain. It's hard. It's a, Samhain. It's a, so it's spelled that way, but the M H is pronounced with an O W. Sawain. Oh, Sawain. Because it's Celtic. It's Celtic Gaelic sounds very different. <laughs> so that's why in Halloween the movies they're always mm-hmm. talking about Sa- Sawain. They're talking yeah. about sawdust. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So Samhain is an incorrect pronunciation. So Samhain wasn't necessarily pagan, but it was the end of summer going mm-hmm. into a dark time. So this is when the veil between worlds is most thin. This is when you acknowledge your shadow parts. This is when you pay homage to uh, perhaps what is past and what is to come. Uh, there weren't costumes originally. Everything evolved over the last however hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. I don't think Halloween is blasphemous. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I fucking know you do. (laughs) Uh, I have Mexican family and a Mexican partner. And Dia de los Muertos, November 1st, is a big deal for us. Um, And it's not Halloween. I feel the name to note this because I've been to Day of the Dead celebrations and seen white drunk frat boys in costumes treating it like a Halloween party, which it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, Halloween to me is not disrespectful. I think it's fun. Um, I'm not offended by kids or adults pretending to be witches. I'm not offended by, girls like... dressing in, like, those skimpy outfits. Ooh, girl, I love Halloween. Yeah, now. it's fun. Um, 
So for me, it is a religious holiday. I'm not Celtic pagan. I am Irish. Uh, and I do like celebrating it anyways. So even though I can't go up party this year, I'm going to make the most of it. You're going to get dressed up this year? Um, we have some costumes planned that I'll take photos of, but realistically, I'm going to celebrate it the way most pagans celebrate it, which is getting drunk. Drink, you drink yeah. and you fuck. You drink and you fuck. That's, yeah. that's that's what Yule is about. You drinking and fucking. So oh, Yule is really about drinking and fucking. It's a it's like fertility. It's end of the it's it's winter's coming to a close. There are things to celebrate. It's a time to get cozy and love one another. Literally, you literally don't see me right now, but I'm texting everybody that I know. Hey, yo, Christmas, we fucking or not? Jesus Christ, I need to break a leg off on somebody. Hit up every friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so well, thank you for educating us about the mm-hmm. Halloween, and um, <clears throat> and you kind of already explained like the different types of witches and like how you very much identify yourself as. And let's see, let's see, let me go down my, my, my little imaginary list of, oh, are there any spells that you do not, uh, that you haven't tried yet, but you kind of want to try it? Like, oh, something out of your comfort zone that you were like, you know what, I kind of want to do that. I would like to, one of these days, do something kind of grandiose that takes more than 20 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do something that's like really involved and has a lot of purpose and meaning, but nothing's really sparked that imagination yet. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I tend to not go by the book with things. I'll get inspiration from what I read or what I'm told. So there's not something specific that I'm seeking out, but I would like to do something on a larger scale at some point. Um, Maybe more materials, maybe something over a few days, maybe not where I live, like maybe not in my city. Go to like Europe and shit like that. Yeah, which I was supposed to do for my birthday next year. Thanks. Oh, happy birthday. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Uh, So yeah, maybe on like a camping trip would be cool with one of my partners. Um, So yeah, we'll see. What in your imagination, like mm-hmm. for grandiose, I'm j- just asking as at a personal level, mm-hmm. what is the most like, oh, I want to spend like $3,000 on supplies, get a fuck ton of liquor, get a, get some, uh, I don't know what, whatever you eat. Uh, and then just go out into the forest and just practice it for like a, like a week. Like what is your, what is your ideal grandiose vacation look like? So I would love to get like a cabin. I mean, I love tent cabbing, tent <laughs> camping, but there is something kind of rustic and old world about staying in a house made of wood, right? Mm-hmm. Especially removed from society. So I would love to do some sort of cabin trip and have a bonfire and lots of my friends make meat at home, which is very traditional to my practice. Mead? Or yeah, meat? Yeah, mead. I'm vegetarian. <laughs> What's mead? Oh, like the beer? Honey wine. Oh, 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 I've had mead, but oh my god, mead is so fucking good. You can make it with anything uh, hibiscus, habanero, uh, cinnamon. You lost me in habanero and cinnamon because that sounds ugh, but hibiscus, ooh, girl, you're speaking my language. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can do peach, like endless possibilities. So, shit. Ideally, cabin somewhere deep in the forest with some mead and a bonfire and maybe a couple people, maybe not. Lots of chanting, maybe music. Uh, You know about the festival I go to, Wasteland Weekend. Uh, It's in the Mojave Desert. And that itself at night feels like almost a big ritual because 
I mean, there are sober people, but everyone's so electric and excited and people are dancing and there's activities and you're under the stars and it's communal. It feels like a religious experience. It feels like I'm connecting with my spirituality there. It feels like it looks like Burning Man, but better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like Burning Man, but (laughs) post-apocalyptic. And it looks awesome. It looks like, okay, for everyone out there in the world, it's called Wasteland Apocalypse. What is it called? Wasteland Weekend. Wasteland Weekend. Everybody out there, if you're curious to what, especially if you're the Bay Area people, if you're curious, check out Wasteland Weekend. You look like you're straight out of the the Mad Max, I think, Thunderdome or Fury Road. You look like you're straight out of there. And it looks wicked. Like people are like drinking beer out of gasoline tanks. That's not real gasoline. Yeah. Like people go crazy. I'm like, damn, that looks like what Burning Man used to be without all the bullshit. But now these people are celebrating it much better. Go ahead. Yeah. uh, We do have a Thunderdome which you can compete what? We have one of the ships from Waterworld, which people DJ off of, and we have a bikini. What? Uh, there are free goth clubs, night raves, metal shows. Um, every two years, there's this pagan ritualistic group where they hang themselves by hooks, and they paint the crowd in <gasps> cow's blood. And uh, We flipped some cars last year and lit them on fire. And, and there's normal stuff too. Like there's like a, a casino. There's arts uh, and crafts. Yeah, no, literally. There's a oh, wow. time. There's a nude studies drawing class. There are sober tribes. Uh, there is part of a hill, which is like a big graveyard for people who've actually passed, like a memorial thing. Oh. I'm segueing. Um, but it's to okay. me, this festival feels like a big ritual. And most of us kind of feel the same way. Wasteland Weekend seems like something I would love to do one time in my life just to like mm-hmm. say like, hey, I like stamp it on my chest. Like, hey, I went to Wasteland Weekend. I got a, I got a t-shirt from there. It's awesome. Do you like 105 degree weather? Fuck no. I hate the heat. I hate the California heat too. Do you like 40 mile an hour winds? I love, I, you said winds and it's cool enough for there. <laughs> do, would you like to have the sand literally exfoliate your skin off? <laughs> it depends so because- on how high I am. Right. Because it's the Mojave, the weather's unpredictable. So really, really hot by day, very cold at night, wind storms. So you have to deal with the elements. That's the only problem because it's all tent camping. You can yeah. bring an RV, but That's bullshit. Whatever. You're cheating at that point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So people will look at you if you get an RV like, yeah, I'm sleeping comfortably. I got a shower in here and shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. some people get hotels in the city, which is like 30 minutes away. But it's the best if you just camp out. Like, is it free to camp out? Like, you don't have to pay, like, oh, there's an extra fee or whatever? No, you pay for the event itself, and the only things that cost money at it are um, food. Like, if you want to buy from a food vendor. Yeah. Or if you want to buy something in Barter Town, like a weapon or a shirt or whatever. Oh, excuse um, me. Did you say a weapon? Yeah, yeah. People sell weapons all the time. Not guns. Oh, but okay. The guns are not, guns are very much prohibited. California law. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Most tribes make their own alcohol or bring food and alcohol to share. They bring games and it's all free. So you don't have to pay money to go see Three Teeth perform. Uh, You don't have to pay money to go to the goth club. You don't have to pay money to watch Thunderdome. You know what? How's this? We're going to have another episode of Wasteland Weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Unless... You don't want to invite like the the uncool people. No, no, no. We love newbies. We take them in. We cherish them. We also have an attendance cap, so only about five thousand people can go. 
Yeah, exactly. You don't want to you don't want to get the cap from all these Barry people. Like, you know what? That sounds fun. But I'm a frat boy, and I want to go and and, and celebrate Wasteland Weekend because oh, you know, I, I, you know those little clicks. It's like you know what? You just don't ruin it if you don't express it that if you don't we, talk about it often. We do get some of that. We do get people who don't know what they're doing. We get first timers, but there are tribes dedicated to like teaching about the culture and the lore and making your clothes look more apocalyptic and Thunderdome. So. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Two men so, enter, one man leaves. <laughs> there she goes. There's everybody clap, clap again, clap again for Mercury for, for remembering Thunderdome. Because I, I was, I've been seeing it backwards the whole time. Like one man enters, or no, I was like uh, one man leaves, two men enter. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> wait, what? I mean, that's yeah. kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were comfortable with it, we'll have another episode yeah. about because oh, yeah. it sounds yeah. like there, there's a fuck ton of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But back to this, yeah. So this actually, this question actually might be just a religious question versus a mm. general question, and I'm pretty sure nobody knows this question. But what happens to witches when they die? So everyone has a different idea. Mm-hmm. Um, being Norse pagan um, in my faith, you ascend. Well, unless you're a horrible person, um, and there are different halls. halls. So. Yeah, think of it as like uh, like a village, like a huge village or a town, and and you eat and you drink and you can battle or relax. Um, Are you so talking about you go, Valhalla. So Valhalla is one of the halls. That's one of Odin's halls. So you go to Valhalla if you are a warrior who died in a warrior style, honorably. Yeah, and Odin wants you to fight. So in Valhalla, you eat, you drink, you fuck, you battle, you die, you live again over and over again. But that's if you want it. Odin's not going to put you in Valhalla unless you want to be there. That seems like a terrible time if I I can get stabbed in the back just for like eating someone else's like mutton or I don't know what the fuck they eat over there. But (laughs) (laughs) but it's only the worthy that go. So that probably wouldn't happen. Um, so. Everyone seems to know Valhalla and not the other halls because they think like, oh, Odin's a badass and his hall is for warriors and kings. Odin and I, I watched Thor one time and I know Valhalla. I know yes, the Valkyries. Yes. Thank um, you, Marvel. Odin once turned into a woman so he could learn magic from his wife. He huh. is the god of poetry. Huh. He's the god of magic. He is Ooh. the god of wandering. Uh, he Wait. is the god of of exploration. That's why he has one eye. He wanted to better his knowledge. Um, so, so the whole thing with the yew tree didn't exist. No, yew tree, yew tree happened. He strung himself up to learn the runes, the Elder Thuthbark. Um, huh. But people think of Odin as this big, muscular warrior who like drinks blood. He's not. He's he's full of wisdom and he will be strong when he needs to, but that's not the goal. So when people think Valhalla, they, they get this presumptuous concept of like Valhalla or nothing. Um, Mm. a a lot of the main gods quote unquote have their own halls. So there are halls of peacefulness and relaxation or being with children and families. Um, there's snows and underworlds and scholars and books. Like there's a little bit of everything. Hmm. So when, if I was to, well, hopefully never, nothing ever happens to you. What happens to you when Mm -hmm. you die? 
So I personally, yeah, I would like to be cremated and I would like to be used for a tree. Um, I think that I will meet my gods and I think I will have a conversation and I think I will be allowed to wander wherever I do. I don't think if you get put in one of the halls, you're stuck there forever. I think if you want or need to, you can travel between them. I doubt that any of my gods or goddesses would say, well, you're here for the rest of eternity. Well, that's it. Boring. Yeah. I do think I'll be able to communicate with people on earth if I want or need to. Mm -hmm. And it's not something I think about a lot. It's not like, oh, like I know when I die, I'm going to go to heaven or I, I can't wait to be with them. It's kind of this like peaceful hey, I think that I have something after I pass. And it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be a goal. I've known people who are of my faith who joined the military so they could die with honor because they wanted to go Vahal. Wow. Yeah. <coughs> um, mm-hmm. Huh. So if... Do you, okay, so is that an aspect of the religion like oh hey this is where everyone might go or is this like a general sense of like this is what the cloud this this is what i don't know the the this is how everyone goes into the universe and this is what the universe will look like or is this like no this is how i will see it like this at least- is how i see it and mm. i have a viewpoint that i know a few others share and maybe not everyone i'm sure not everyone but i do think that multiple deities intermingle I'm not stupid. I'm not saying that my gods and goddesses are the only ones yeah, and there's yeah. nothing else. I fully believe that Hindu gods or Celtic gods or whatever also have their own place. And I think you get sorted into whichever faith you follow. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, I don't think that if people I love die, that they're necessarily going to follow in my footsteps. Um, if that makes sense. Do you think you'll see them later or are you just like, you know what, it's best if we just enjoy our time we have now. And then when I get to wherever I go to, it's, it's going to be a grand time for the both of us in whatever lives separate us or whatever that's called. Yeah. Yeah, I would say more of that. I would say I'm not worried or afraid that when myself and people I care about pass, that we'll be separated forever. I think it's going to be very peaceful. I think it'll be acknowledged and understood i don't i'm not stressed about like when i die i will never see the people i love ever again hmm yeah well i hope you never die i hope you find the the, the, the (laughs) as far as i know i'm immortal nothing's told me otherwise yet so i'm happy to find i'm happy to i'm happy to hear i show me your give me a spell where i can become immortal and i will believe the shit out of you Every now and then, someone would be like, you're a really cool human. I'm like, how dare you assume I'm mortal? You're like, oh, 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 <laughs> uh, what? Nani? Nani. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see what else I got for you. Um, oh, <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> Swallowed wrong. Um, since you've practiced witchcraft, do you think mm-hmm. that you were actually, you said you were, you feel like you were destined to be a witch? Like was it a, when you said it was like was it like a strong gut feeling that like yeah this was my purpose in life I really wanted to to follow witchcraft. Well, so I was raised Catholic Christian on my father's side, and it okay. never it never stuck. It felt very false. And I remember praying once, and nothing was happening, and it didn't feel right. And then when I leaned into the witchcraft, it felt like coming home. It, it made sense. Um, 
so I know someone who's generationally, well, I know multiple people who are generationally witches uh, going as far as they claim hundreds of years back. Mm -hmm. And then you see that quote going around that's like, we are the granddaughters of the witches you weren't able to burn. Yep. It feels very live, laugh, love to me. (laughs) I could understand that because, oh my God, it's everywhere in all the Hot Topic shirts and all the Spencer shirts. Like, I know my grandmothers were Catholic, and I know that their parents were Catholic. I'm not sitting here being like, I come from a long historical ancestry of witches. I just think this is my calling. I think it's what's attuned to my soul and my spirit. Um, it's what makes sense to me. And like I said, I've been an atheist before, and that was fine, too. Maybe my views will change. I know... A few years ago, I was way more involved. I spent way more time in my practice and it didn't feel like me. I kept a grimoire. I was constantly trying to find new spells. It felt very pushed. It felt very forced. So where I'm at now feels more comfortable, more me. When you say the grimoire, isn't that a Mm. type of book that you follow? So a grimoire is a book that has your spells and collective experiences. So you can... You can buy a grimoire okay. of known spells, rituals, hexes, whatever. You can also make your own. You can also share one with your coven. You can also pass one down. So grimoire is just a fancy word for a witch book. And you said you follow your own grimoire, though, not anybody else's. I stopped doing it because writing everything down didn't feel like it matched my practice. Um there are people I know who keep books and sigils and they write down all their spells and it's all fancy and categorized with drawings. And that's just not me. And that's just not my practice. It's very go with the flow and fluid and natural. Climb up a tree if you feel like it, you know, yeah. the usual. Yeah. And your grimoire, by chance, do you happen to have any of those cooking spells? Cause those sound delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably find you some. Yeah. Sick. I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> um, and I think you've already answered this. You don't, you are a, you are a lone wolf. Yeah, I, I was. I I remember like you. I was gonna say like you belong to a coven, but no, you already said you were a lone wolf, and that's beautiful. That's amazing. You you're enjoying it. Oh, um, <clears throat> this is gonna be a weird question. Hopefully, you understand it. I, I didn't actually write this question. I actually got help from one of the other uh, um, co like my other guests. They came over and they're like, "Hey, let me let me help you write some some clever questions." I don't know if this will make sense to you, but ho- like, see if you can figure this out. On a level to young Padawan, to Mr. Miyagi, how experienced are you? Are there any levels or masteries of witchcraft? I would say I'm in the middle. I would say, yeah, I'm not totally tuned in everything. I'm not like an end-all be-all. But I also don't think there's a point where anyone hits like, maximum knowledge i there are elders in different communities there are very sage wise guru type people Mm -hmm. but i don't think that anyone is less flawed or in need of new knowledge than anyone else i'm definitely not a baby witch i've been doing this for a long time um you you know the ins and outs when you need to yeah i know the ins and outs i know what i believe in i'm not questioning anything i believe in anymore because there's a point where you're figuring stuff out and you're not sure yeah um, I do have friends my age that are practicing and have practiced for years ask me for help, which is really interesting. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little more than Anakin. Maybe I am a little Obi-Wan. <laughs> maybe. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you said it this way. Cause it's like, it, 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 it does show a facet of life. Like, Oh, we're always, we're always going to be students in the world. Yes, exactly. Like, none of us are going to ever be masters because even the masters are still students to learn new things. And I think it's pretentious for anyone to state or assume that they have like omnipotent knowledge on a subject. Like you can go to uh, groups and form covens and go to rituals and go to fucking Stonehenge, whatever. And regardless of your age, your experience is not more important than someone else's. You may have things that happen to you personally that are very important. You may have strong magic, but it doesn't overshadow someone else's. Hmm. So King Solomon was a, was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> um, <clears throat> are there any things that you had to give up because you became, because of witchcraft? I don't tell everyone oh never mind never mind don't at least skip that no, no, no 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 about about my practice okay i don't tell everyone about my practice um <laughs> then don't tell the thousands of people who are listening um so it's more like i mean there's a lot of things i don't share with my family aside from my siblings mm. but i struggled to talk about it on social media like on facebook because i didn't want people to think i was stupid or had my head in the sand I love science. Science comes before everything. I don't think my gods made space or the planets or the trees. I think the stories are cool. But I think science and magic coexist in their own ways. I get vaccinations. I take medicine. Um, So there's nothing I've given up. I've just had to learn to be cautious. Like when I talk to new people, I'm like, look, if you're an Aries, I'll still be your friend. That doesn't actually matter. And I don't think that a crystal is going to cure cancer. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. You heard it here first, everybody. Mercury, everybody. Mercury, clap and get another clap. Another editor, at, at, put in a clap, please. <laughs> Every time I say put in a clap, put in a clap. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make note of it later. <laughs> so, oh God, you said the freaking astrology thing again. No, uh-huh. I'm just kidding. But actually speaking on that, how does your friends and family feel about you being a witch? Um, so my sisters are pretty chill about it. Uh, we don't really talk about my practice. My youngest sister is starting to dabble thanks to witch talk, but Mm -hmm. I haven't given her the specifics of what I practice. Um, my friends are also very supportive of it. And again, I don't talk to them about like specific rituals or spells or whatever. They just see like the things I post on Facebook. Um, so I would say currently I don't have anyone critical of my practice. I did have one or two people I had to talk to who were majorly shit talking witchcraft. And I was like, Hey, you don't have to like it, but I think it deserves the same respect as other religions do. Yeah. And like, obviously if someone's, you know, shit talking all religion, regardless, I'm not going to change their mind, but if mm-hmm. they have respect for Judaism and uh christianity right. islam mm-hmm. bada bing bada boom yeah but they don't for what i do that's wrong that's closed-minded but, yeah so currently no issues whatsoever um i haven't run into any dating scenarios where it's an issue fingers crossed <laughs> knock on wood there's yeah. another problem to add to your list yeah um, actually, if you're, if you're comfortable with it, since you said you're not comfortable ex- expressing that kind of stuff, but were, are there any new daily regimens that you had to add to your daily life that you wanted to like either to better yourself or like, I need to add this to X, Y, Z. Can you reframe that? Sorry. Okay. So did you have to start drinking milk 
because you have to practice a certain kind of type of magic? Do you have to start using a certain type of deodorant because mm. you're a certain type of it'll it'll interfere with a spell or um you got to put some like I don't know you got to throw powder in your face every day <laughs> because no I I'm trying to think no I don't think there's anything I have to do anything you want to do I do think it's important to have conversations and acknowledge my deities so in my flavor of spirituality, mm-hmm. we don't see our gods as more important than us. Mm-hmm. They are not the rulers of our lives, unlike, let's say, Jesus and the Christian God, right? Who you mm-hmm. obey blindly, or, well, that's kind of rude, who you, you know, look towards. With my kinds of gods, they walk beside you. You okay. are partnered, you're on a team, you're equals. So for me, if I don't connect with them or acknowledge them or, you know, say thank you, it's less like I'll be in trouble and more like our chemistry will be a little bit off. Mm-hmm. So there's little things I do day to day that are kind of acknowledgement of them and what they mean to me. Um, for example, I am vegetarian and all of my makeup and beauty products are cruelty-free and vegan. Um, I don't buy leather. And people could argue that Norse gods, you know, being warriors or whatever, would love me. To me, I'm respecting the environment, which is a reflection of them. So that's a choice I made in many ways. I like to be cruelty-free. I think red meat is very bad for you, typically, unless you watch your portion control. Um, But the big, big thing is whether it's from my religion or not, I really, really care about the environment. And I think my religion ties in to taking care of the environment. So that's kind of one of the ways that I honor it in my daily life. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, isn't with Vikings, the whole meat thing, like they actually like ask the gods, like, can I please kill this animal? And they're like, yes. And you, after you kill the animal, like, thank you for letting me like you, you being my sustenance and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty prevalent in older religions, especially in like first nation religion um, Mm -hmm. and practice. Most old faith based practices have something like that where it's like thank you for what you've provided we'll use it all the way up like respecting the animal and you can if you're practicing what i practice kill animals eat animals whatever and have it be honorable but that's just not how i feel Mm. well hey thank you for being vegetarian i guess (laughs) i still love my meatloaf pizza Mm. Okay, and actually, this was something that you did bring up that I just remembered now. How common are sacrifices? And I know, I mean, sacrifice can be like symbolic and stuff, but I'll get to that when I get to that. How common are sacrifices? I would say very uncommon. Oh. (laughs) Very uncommon. Uh, Generally, no one sacrifices anymore. I know of some like chaos black magic people who will do like a blood ritual or something, um, um, which I have also done, but not like killing an animal. Ah, okay. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, yeah. It, very, very, very rarely have I, have I heard of that actually being performed in a modern day setting. I could be wrong, but in my scope, in my understanding, it's very rare. And so we obviously you've never ever sacrificed. What I meant by sacrifice can be symbolic. Is that like, 
you had to sacrifice like, oh, I don't, I like burn this paper because I don't want to be with this person anymore. But I wish them like a good life or I don't, I don't know how the spells work, but like you sacrifice that person in like a symbolic way, like a, just like burning their name and be like, all right, get away from me now. That definitely happens in that way. Yeah. So letting go of things to achieve your higher self is definitely a thing. Um, That's a very hard one for most of us. Mm. So I would say, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, I would say giving up the bad to pursue pursue good is common. Um, If you want to consider that a sacrifice, then definitely. But outside of that, no, I haven't seen a lot. Offerings, definitely, like people leaving food or crystals or gifts are very, very common. I, get, I thought crystals were expensive. People just abandon that shit? Jesus. <sighs> wow. They can be expensive. They shouldn't be expensive. <laughs> I thought they were like just common minerals that you can just find. Well, no, they're not as Sometimes. common. Yeah. Sometimes. Like quartz. Yeah, absolutely. But like you find like jade and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of that. I'm like, girl, you know how expensive that shit is? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Or right. guy or whoever, whoever's out there. Um. I'll, I'm going to get through these last questions real quick because I know you got to go soon. Um, can you smell a fake witch? Like Instagram witches. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like if her. I say yes, it's pretentious. <laughs> but yes, I try to be open-minded. And when I see someone dressing a specific way, acting a specific way, talking about how like fucking witchy they are, I try to think the best of them and be like, okay, they have their own path that they walk or they're new or they're just not doing what myself and my friends do. But it was really trendy like last year and earlier this year. And suddenly everyone was a quote unquote witch. And I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. Instagram and YouTube, like every alternative ish person was wearing black lipstick and going, I'm a witch. Honestly, <laughs> that's why I made this episode. Cause I was like, yeah. I need you to either educate me or like, show me the show show me the way you know of uh what the hell is a real witch i think the concept of a real witch cannot be defined but i do think people hop on trends and i and they do with everything and Mm -hmm. it'll fade off and it won't be as big anymore i do think there's parts of it that are cool like normalizing the faith and spirituality and astrology is very cool but there are people who say things and practice things and they put it out on social media and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like witch talk, a bunch of baby witch talkers were trying to curse the moon. And I was like, Oh my God, can you not do that? Thanks. Curse the moon. (laughs) So the moon tends to be the epicenter of most people's magic. The moon is very symbolic, no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. I don't think I know a witch who doesn't celebrate the moon in some way. So a bunch of baby witches were trying to curse the moon. So it didn't have the same power. And it went one of two ways. People either were like, oh my God, stop it. You're going to ruin all of us. And other people were like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It won't make a difference. They're like, shut the fuck up. But we're high key annoyed. Yeah. Huh. It was just very insidious and childish. And like, that's what happens when you get a bunch of teenagers who are bored on a platform. I get it. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Right. But it's stuff like that. That's not as (laughs) appealing. Well, first of all, people have a tiktok yeah. that's not appealing in general okay well, i'm i won't go on to that that's that's my little <laughs> little spiel that's, that's me personally but whatever um and my last question for you today i'm gonna run through a series of films mm. but i want you to tell me how accurate these films are to the practice of witchcraft 
I will tell you, I've okay. seen very few films in my life. Oh, shit. <laughs> this question might not flow over the way I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll try it out. We'll see which ones I actually know. Uh, I, we didn't grow up with cable or a DVD player. I didn't grow up going to the movies. I didn't have friends who took me to the movies. So the only times I've really seen films are like if something randomly came on or as okay. an adult, if we Someone wanted to like, and like Marvel movies, like everyone wants to watch a Marvel movie in mm. theaters. So I haven't seen a ton of things. And my partner, my male partner that I live with is trying to get me caught up with the rest of the world. Believe it or not. Okay. And I, this is a sidebar. So I grew up watching the black and white Adams family and the monsters. Oh, because it was on TV and you didn't need to have cable to watch it. It was just on normal fucking TV. Right? Yeah. And we used to dress up as the characters when we were kids. Like we call my uncle, Uncle Fester. My little sister Cute. was called Wednesday. Yeah. I didn't see the movies until this month. You've never seen them out of family values till now. No, because for so long, like again, didn't go to movie theaters, didn't yeah. have cable TV, didn't have a DVD player. And then as I got to be an adult, I was kind of a purist. I was like, that's not my Morticia. <laughs> or that's not my Wednesday. <laughs> and I've watched them and they're fucking amazing. They're wonderful. They're still not, to me, it's, it's a very different thing. I love them. Don't get me wrong. They're amazing. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa. Well, I think Angelica I, Houston, man. Angelica it's fantastic. Houston. No, she's amazing. But like, the, they're two very different series. Yeah. Very, very, very different. I love the Adam Stanley movies. They're fucking phenomenal. I'm glad I finally saw them. But I'm those are like a goth staple that I had never seen until now. <laughs> so you admit you're a goth, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So goth. So goth, guys. You're not like, not, not like the South Park goths. She's a real no. goth, guys. She's, I feel she's... like this is a, a podcast we should do with Savannah. Goth. Yeah, we should probably yeah. invite someone named Savannah in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to hope this works. I try to be yeah, more general with... um. I try to be more general about like horror movies. I know you like horror movies, right? Yeah, I love horror. And I try to be like more like family friendly. Okay. And I know for, for a fact there is one that you might have actually, a few actually you might have watched because I know like, anyways, we'll get to that when we get to that. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure you're ready? Yes. You need to climb a tree to get closer to the gods to understand <laughs> if you're ready? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. The Witch, the the bitch. Oh, one of my favorite movies. Me too. Awesome. Um, so with that film specifically, I do think the rituals towards the end are historically accurate. Mm-hmm. I will. I do not want to spoil the film for people who haven't seen it, Fuck but them. it's been like five years, dude. Or like <sighs> okay, fine, okay, fine. So my stance on the film is it's a historical representation. I think everyone in that movie is fucking hallucinating until the mm-hmm. very end because of tainted corn and maize and whatever. So oh, I th- okay. I didn't think about that. Because that was, that was a thing, right, for colonials is they didn't know how to grow crops in New England because it was so damp. So their, yeah. their crops were very dry and then moldy and they would have nothing to eat but the moldy crops. fungi filled. Yeah. So they, they hallucinated. This is a known historical thing. They hallucinated. So a lot of the witch trials were, one, perpetuated by fear two by misogyny and three people going out of their minds because they're eating bad food. Yeah. So to me, the witch is historically accurate to that in that people are hallucinating. I do think it has a twist kind of like hereditary where at the end, all the bad shit becomes real. Um, 
I would say the pact with the devil is a very real thing. I don't believe in like the Christian devil. I believe in like a concept of Lucifer. Um, but I, the, the, the idea of wind and back then taking hold and wanting their own power and doing it through dark forces and forming their own coven. I think that's very real. And I think that was done excellently in the film. So the guy, so the director, I think it's not Arya star. It's a, Oh my God. I know this fucking director and that's clicking my mind. I don't remember his name. <laughs> oh my God. I like directors too. And I'm like, this is my, this is what oh, I, no. I live for. Okay. Um, we can talk about the witch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that freaking movie, but okay. The next one. Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of worried that, about this one. Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock. Oh, and I love Practical Magic. Midnight How accurate Margaritas. Is that? Oh, yes! We do that at Wasteland. There's a, a witch coven at Wasteland. We do Midnight Margaritas. <laughs> You're making Wasteland sound so fantastic. Oh, good. I think it's very good. I think it's a very accurate representation. It's kind of kitchen witchy when they talk about the garden and throwing yeah. things over your shoulder. I think that's 100% accurate to modern witchcraft and older. Um, the stuff about like the kind of zombie boyfriends, a little fantastical. Mm-hmm. But the way they do it in this like almost grassrootsy family energy kind of way. It's not like sparkles and curses. It's, it feels tangible. It feels like, you know, it's one part of fam about a family and it's one part about the magic they happen to have. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a very accurate movie for the most part. I I would have thought, now that you brought up Kitchen Witches, I'm like, oh, I can totally, I thought it was kind of like, I thought what is one of those movies, like the mumbo jumbo, but you're like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 Kitchen Witches exists. I'm like, that sounds Such a thing. Such a thing. Yeah. Okay. Since we talked about Angelica Houston, The Mm -hmm. Witches. So I'm so mad I haven't seen it because I saw the trailer for the new one. It looks like trash. It's on my list. It's on my list. It's on my list. I'm going to watch it this month for spooky season. Um, I think it's a Disney movie, right? (laughs) I think so. You want to, like, a, I'll, I'll let you borrow my Disney Plus so you can watch it tonight. Oh, I have, I have Disney Plus. Um, watch it! I know, I just don't watch things. So, I've seen stills from it. I've mm-hmm. seen clips from it. I just, I never got around to watching it because I don't watch things typically. Um, and I did see the trailer for the new one, and it looks like trash. But Anne Hathaway, oof. Yeah. Anne Hathaway looks like a dream. So I can't speak to that one specifically because I'm not educated on it. <laughs> All right. Dang it. All right. Well, that was one where I thought you would have been like, I'm on that. Like, I'm Right. I will have to get back to you. Blair Witch. Oh, Blair Witch Project is so good. I only saw the first one. I hate that film so much, but I'll go into that it's another campy. day. It's campy. It's just really silly. Um. I would say the kind of hysteria with the weird woodsy thing is accurate to a degree. Like the twigs and the hair and stuff. That's very old worldy kind of stuff. Are those runes? Are those considered runes? You know, I haven't seen it in many years, so I don't recall if they had runes in the film specifically. If you saw Midsummer, they use the runes that I use in my magic. Oh. Um, yeah. So I can't remember if they use those in Blair Witch. Probably. That's very accurate. Using like things in your environment to create sigils and runes to leave in random places for protection or banishment or whatever. That makes sense. Obviously, the horror aspects of the movie are a little drawn out. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, so, I mean, I can ask you about the, the sequel, which apparently like, I think she was like an alien in, in general. I'm like, what the right? fuck? Yeah, I... 
sequels are not always good, especially with horror. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aliens. Aliens is uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you were saying about the, the the Blair Witch. You were just, I interrupted you. What did you say? No, you're fine. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like the most accurate thing, but I do think aspects of it do reflect on like older witchcraft. I would not expect someone in the modern day era to be out in the forest leaving random sigils everywhere and then mm. hunting young adults. But parts of it make sense to me from like an older view. That sounds like a, just like a serial killer to me. Yeah. I mean, there are creepy people. <laughs> yeah, with, apparently, Guys, witches are nice. Mercury is showing you witches are nice. I mean, it's definitely, we would have to do it in another podcast, but like the satanic panic shit has overlap with black magic and chaos magic. Okay. So I have another uh, host uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, another uh, guest. Her uh-huh. name's Van Lay. Uh-huh. I think you know her. They want to do Satanic Panic too. Are you cool with coming on to that episode? Yeah, the, let's I actually do that. want to do a video on that, like the whole aspect of it, because it's it's fantastic. The shit that happened during, but I can go on and on about that. I, I love it. It's it's even my mom, who is still has that f- that deep fear of like Dungeons and Dragons as, as a yeah. as satanic. Because yeah. she grew up in the 80s. She grew up, yeah, she grew up in the 80s. Yeah. So like, it, yeah, oh, I can go my, on and on about that. My stepfather is afraid of tarot cards. He thinks they're epitome of evil. My mom too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's he's uh, Latino for context. My mom too? Yeah. Oh, I know. Because I know you. Yeah. And that's not an uncommon thing. Um, I was called a Columbine kid in high school. Hey, aren't we all? <laughs> no, so, no, yeah, I, I could talk about Satanic Panic for a million years. So yeah, let's talk about that podcast another time. I'd love to do that. Okay, so I have another person on that one. I'm so happy. Okay, I got, I got you for like three episodes. All right, yeah. locking your ass in. Okay, from Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie, the either the TV show? Because you said you watched The Munsters and you said you watched The Adams, Adams Family. Family. Yeah, the old, 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 yeah. Bewitched. I used to, well... Did they remake it? Because I watched with Will the, Ferrell. I didn't see. That. It was really bad. It was not okay. great. When when did the original come out? Like the sixties or the seventies, something like I that. I think it was Older? from fifties to sixties. Yeah, I no, I might be wrong. Out. I think it's sixty and seventies, maybe. I watched the hell out of that. That was such a good show. She wiggled her nose. So I, good. I I I started after watching that movie. For some reason, I itched my nose by wiggling my nose, and people were like, yeah. "Oh, you like the word from Bill?" I'm like. It's a force of habit. Fuck off. Who oh, I are you? Because of my septum ring, totally. Oh, um, I would say that movie is very high fantasy and not grounded in reality. But it's, it's well, and or the, the show. It's very cute, but I wouldn't say it's accurate at all. Actually, mm-hmm. side note, mm-hmm. history. Good. Broomsticks. Broomsticks. Do you know the origin of the broomstick? Well, Educate my booty. In magic, okay. Uh, so... When paganism spread outside of like ancient Ireland and ancient Scandinavia, whatever, and you started seeing it more prevalent in um, England, these small little pockets of covens of women practicing minor forms of witchcraft and spells, they would have their broomsticks and they would slather herbs on them. Ooh, hot. And they would masturbate with them. Hot! They would ride the broomstick and they would hallucinate that they were flying. It was part of the ritual. I could sort of seen that in a porno once. Probably. So that's, they would like not insert it, but they would like write it, like rub on it. So that's where broomsticks came into uh, the mythos of the witch. <laughs> wow. That is really educational and really attractive. I got to go call all my friends and tell them this. Like, yo guys, let's get some fucking frogs. 
rub it on the broomsticks, and then see what fucking happens. I want to experiment with you guys. Go. I also feel like a dick for not mentioning this in the beginning, but men can be witches. Yeah. They're called warlocks, or are they still witches? No. It depends. You can be a warlock if you want to be a warlock. You can be a witch if you want to be a witch. Um, I wish I'd mentioned that a lot sooner, but people tend to think that witches are only femmes, and that's not true. All right, yeah, next I movie. Met some, I met some more. more. Oh, sorry. Oh, I yeah, met some no, warlocks. You're fine. But, totally. Uh, um, you're going to love this one. It's one of my favorite witch films. Because mm-hmm. Feruza Balk is my goddamn wife. Oh, I'm, the craft. Yeah, the craft, dude. We talked about it so much. The craft. It's hardcore accurate aside from like when they're floating and she changes her hair color and when she like transforms into the other girl. God, like, Feruza Balk, man. That's what a coven can look like. That's what spell work can look like. Like, that's all real to me, to, in my experience. So that's side, all very accurate. Mm-hmm. A side note for that. Can Wicca delve into Black Wicca? Is that what it's called? Um, I don't know what the word for it is. There are like more in tune with the shadow parts of oneself Wicca practice. Uh-huh. Um, because Wicca again is not hard, fast, and true. It has like a baseline philosophy. Um, but yeah, there there are darker aspects like with anything. Like you see Nancy kind of abusing the power towards the end. Um mm. So I would say, yeah, it, it's a pretty accurate film in my mind. Aside from, obviously, the more fantastical parts. <laughs> or Feruza Balk's beautiful, beautiful lips. Ugh. She's so cool. Oh, my God. I, oh God. I met her and I almost peed my pants. I'm like, oh I, don't, I don't know how to talk to you. But yeah. she's like, she was so nice. Anyway, but, um, okay. I'm hoping you know this one because it stars uh, the Angelica Houston lookalike, hmm. The Witches of Eastwick. I'm talking about Cher, but Cher's not a... Oh, sh- I love Cher. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I've Jack fucking Nicholson? I love him. I haven't seen it. I'm the worst. You know what? Now that I'm, I'm, I looked it up, I'm like, wait a second. I think I've seen half the movie, and I, I'm, I'm actually being an asshole to you. Now no. I think I haven't seen it either, so movie night. Movie night one of these days. Yeah, yeah. Let's host it on Discord. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. All right, so The Witch is we haven't seen it. I'm hoping you see this one because I, I, I know we've talked about this before. The Lords of Salem. Shockingly, no. Um, which is really bizarre because I've seen his other films. <laughs> um, I have a friend who practices chaos magic that really likes Lords of Salem. I cannot speak to it directly, but it's another one that's like on my never-ending list of things to watch. I watched that on Discord the other day with a few friends and they all were like, this is weird as fuck. I'm like, I know, I love it. Yeah, that's why we like it. I mean, it was his not best film, but yeah, Rob Zombie. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate it on it. All right, next film. Are you ready for this? Yes. It is the fucking staple of fucking Halloween. Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's such a good one. I um, knew you'd love it. I, I, it's okay for me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a blasphemous asshole. Hocus no, Pocus. No, you're fine. It's one of the few ones that I saw when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a big Doug Jones fan. Mm-hmm. So that would do it. Um, I would say pretty inaccurate, pretty fantastical. I would say the thing about the black candle being like cursed is really on point. Black candles tend to be for banishment or dark things. Um, the historical part, pretty fucking good. But I wouldn't say it's like the epitome of actual witchcraft. Awesome fucking movie though. 
and Sarah Jessica Parker, my fucking first crush ever. <laughs> Woo! Them tees! Anyway. <laughs> corset. Uh, oh, that corset. I can go on to that for ages. We'll get on that subject another day. Woo! I gotta, cold, I gotta take a cold shower after this. I, okay. Um, I've never seen this one personally, but Mary and the Witch's Flower. The Studio I love Ghibli that film. movie. Never so, seen it. It's very, very good. So Mary is a normal girl and she stumbles upon a flower that grants magical powers, ends up at a witch academy, but the power lasts, I think, for like a day or something. Oops. So she's kind of faking it till she makes it um, and then uncovers a little bit of a devious plot at the school. It's oh. really cute. It's really good. It's very Ghibli and I would say no part of it reflects witchcraft spirituality or paganism um it's just fun it's just a really fun cute movie hmm. i got yeah. I, I still have to see a lot of yeah there's a lot of ghibli films that uh again my my other guest van Lay has apparently the whole collection we're supposed to like watch a fuck ton of them but i'm like yeah you know what we'll get to that when i get to that i have to do this interview anyways screw uh, screw 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 you for now not you but her. <laughs> yeah um the next one the love witch i haven't seen that I've seen clips from it that looked really, really good. Apparently it's not. It's like boring. Oh. I haven't seen it personally. Like it, it captures the 1970s or the 1960s look, but it's very boring. Okay. Uh, the few quotes I saw from it, I thought were very good. I liked the aesthetics, but no, I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, one of a film that I know somebody in this little interview likes. <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh my God, Harry Potter. I could talk forever about Harry Potter and fuck J.K. Rowling. Uh, I'll stay on topic. Um, so Harry Potter is interesting in that Rowling collected a lot of mythos from many different facets of the world and combined them. Um, it's interesting how she uses Latin and Greek root words to make her spells. I do think the things like herbology and uh, fortune-telling makes sense i would say everything else is just fun malarkey um yeah i and then she was very problematic and she tried to talk about like first first nation witches and like indian witches like in in asia in the stories yeah well uh not in the movies or the books but on the pottermore website she tried to talk about asian witches and first nation witches and mexico and it was just like so wrong like she she tried but she really should have stuck with europe because she knew what she was talking about with that um because she did her history on that one she did her homework she did her actual history or or research rather yeah exactly um so i would say the films and the books are not accurate i do think parts of it again like herbology like growing plants um or reading tea leaves that all makes sense um (laughs) nothing else really though so the Grimm exists. The Grimm. Ah, man. I love her. <laughs> All right. And for the last one of this, uh, this episode, Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, so cute. Um, so the really cool thing that they touched on uh, very, very briefly, unfortunately, is that all these witches had different gifts and were different types. Uh-huh. So the girl she meets in the beginning is like a love spell witch and she does charms. Yikes. Right. I think it was meant in like a very cutesy way, so we'll forgive it. And Kiki's trying to figure out what kind of witch she is. You see her mom growing a lot of plants and mixing up things. 
So the inference is that there are different practices and there are different types. And I think that is very on point, but like the rest, not so much. Wonderful film though. One of those films I still haven't seen. That's very good. All right. Well, that was pretty much all the questions I have for you. Mm-hmm. I really, really, again, once again, I appreciate the hell out of you of helping me with this episode. You have educated me on things I had no clue of. Do I want to be a witch? Nah, I don't got time for that. I still want to be <laughs> and, and, and doing what the fuck I do. But I really appreciate you once again uh, educating me on this. Is there anything that you would like to... Any, anything that's going on in your life that you want to bring to the, let the listeners know about? Like, oh, I'm working on this or whatever you want to talk about. Um, off the top of my head, no, there's not a lot going on. If anyone has questions or just wants to link up, my Instagram is mercury underscore messenger. Um, that's pretty much all I got. I'm just doing work in school and being very boring and fixing my house, but uh, always open to the inbox. Everybody, thank you so much once again for listening to this episode. If you want to find us, you know you can find us at daysanddisturbedpodcast at gmail.com if you have any emails for me. Or if you want to find us on Instagram, again, it's daysanddisturbedpodcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's daysanddisturbed. <laughs> and then it's like it stops at the B and then it's a number one because we couldn't fit the entire name. But you could just probably find Days and Disturbed and then it'll a podcast and it'll it'll take you to me. And I could talk to you. Um... Oh, we are now on Spotify. Thank you guys for listening for so long. Uh, We are now on Spotify. So if you guys hate Google or Apple Podcasts or you really don't like going to the website, which you should check out if you want to, (laughs) wink, wink, there's some good good podcasts on there. Um, Yeah, we're on Spotify. So please check us out. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, I was supposed to say something funny, but I can't think of anything because I have to pee so bad. (laughs) And, And so I shall bid you all adieu. Mercury. Take us away. Say something. Just say anything. (laughs) Everyone, happy Halloween and have a good night. Also, uh, fuck you, King Solomon. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck you, J.K. Rowling, you fucking turf racist. (laughs) You don't know your shit about witches. All right, bye, everybody. Silver Tongue Audio.